You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Going to my next guest, he's political analyst Barry Nussbaum. Uh, Barry, welcome back to the show. I want to talk to you a little bit about this Giuliani endorsement today. Um, and, you know, I'll just start with our poll question, Barry. How much do endorsements matter to people? And, and, and is this, is, is the Rudy Giuliani endorsement any different than any other sort of endorsement? Gee, uh, by the way, great to be with you tonight. Good to have you. Uh, you've got Rudy Giuliani, who's America's mayor. He's a really, really strong name, and he's got extremely strong positives. In New York, he could run for pope and literally be elected in a landslide. <laughs> so within the state of New York, it, it is a big deal. Uh -huh. uh, having said that, um, it's a blow for Ted Cruz because Cruz was courting Giuliani, and there was some speculation that Cruz might be able to keep Giuliani's endorsement out. The reason why this matters in New York is it's critical for Trump to come back really strong after getting punched around and beat up in Wisconsin mm -hmm. as he did. And Giuliani could very well help him get over the 50 to 52 percent that uh, Trump wants to get to the full sweep of the delegates, which could conceivably happen in New York. Okay, so this, this whole Wisconsin thing that we all watched go down, um, it kind of felt like a swan song to me for the Ted Cruz campaign. It kind of felt like a bunch of resources were dedicated there. I know some some ten was it ten million dollars just spent against Trump by one specific super super PAC that I heard about. Um, this, they, they really they fired all their ammo. Um, you know, it almost seemed in Wisconsin. So as as things start to play more to the favorability, the natural favorability of Trump, did he really have such a rough couple of weeks or was that just a dip that was going to take place no matter what? Well, I, I would say three things. Number one, you were in a state where the very popular GOP governor, Scott Walker, came out extremely strong for Ted Cruz, which mattered a lot to people in Wisconsin. It combined that with the fact that Cruz spent a tremendous amount of money, as did his super PACs, uh, on a ground game that started months ago. And number three, you combine those two things with several uh, misstatements and missteps by the Trump campaign, specifically what came out of the Donald's mouth, and you had the perfect storm for Ted Cruz and against um, Donald Trump. Having said that, I think the Trump campaign has learned some very serious lessons. Trump has been off the air and pretty much out of the limelight for several days, uh, considering that he normally tweets about every two hours. And they're, they're retooling. They brought in a real, real powerhouse to reorganize the campaign in regards to the fight at the convention, should that occur, and the fight to get to the convention, which is starting now. That's Paul Mayfort, who is a very seriously uh, experienced GOP operative and uh, shows that the Trump campaign is pivoting towards bringing in some seriously talented people that win GOP elections for the people that hire them. Okay, critics though, uh, especially Cruz folks, are saying, oh, this hire means nothing. This guy hasn't even run a convention campaign since Ford. What do you say to that? Yeah, well, I would say something similar, except for the fact that Paul Mayfort is a very connected guy. And it's a response to what Cruz has been doing. It's a really interesting concept, political strategy-wise, by Cruz and the counter by the Trump campaign, which is simply this. 
The Cruz campaign is entirely dependent upon the idea that Trump doesn't get to 1,237 by July 18th to win on the first ballot. Obviously, if he wins on the first ballot, it's over, right? That's all she wrote. Mm -hmm. Trump's, Trump's the nominee. If he doesn't get there, uh, by the second ballot, a tremendous number of delegates are released. And by the third ballot, pretty much everybody's released. The Trump campaign has found out that the Cruz campaign is working those delegates now to get them to defect from Trump as soon as they are released, to basically vote against the uh, electorate in their own state and to switch to Cruz. Mm -hmm. So the Trump campaign is countering that. Paul Mayfort is very good at this. They're now working to go find those delegates and convince those delegates to stay with Trump in uh, second and third and fourth tier balloting should the convention get into that kind of fight. And that's really important because they could steal the convention from Trump even though he might be 500 delegates ahead on the first ballot in Cleveland. Right. So uh, as we're moving forward, uh, Barry, w what do you foresee? Does Trump take all 95 of the New York delegates? He's going to be very close. Mm -hmm. If he can capitalize on his popularity within New York, which is very strong, if he doesn't get to 95, because keep in mind, New York is not a winner-take-all state. It's a proportional state by congressional district with a bonus for whoever gets over 50%. So if Trump gets over 50%, he might be up around 89, 90, 92 delegates, something like that, which would be a crushing win for him and a big defeat on the uh, other side for Cruz. And as you said, Dr. G, we're going into the eastern seaboard and there's Pennsylvania coming up. There's New Jersey where Chris Christie's out campaigning for him. Uh, you're going to see a huge surge for Trump. Uh, number two, what's changed uh, around the last couple of weeks is Trump is starting to bring in some big advisors. As you and I talked about in this show last week, he brought in Dr. Waleed Ferris for foreign policy. Right. He's bringing in other people for domestic policy. He's going to start sounding and acting like a president and a presidential nominee. And to the extent he's able to retool, his image can change drastically. He's got to, got to recover from the poll that came out today, he's carrying 69% negative right now across the board on all demographics, which is uh, bigger than any candidate has ever had and led a political party. So he's got to change that in the coming weeks, and it can be done. Ronald Reagan did it in his first campaign for president when he won. He gained 36 points between uh, April and November, and Trump could do something similar if they retool properly. And I think uh, Paul Mayfort's a very good start in that direction. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.